Tansi, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Shakamoda. I'm Jory, I'm coming in from Calgary, and I am joined by a very special guest today, and actually the host of today's episode, that being Thomas. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for, the, for welcoming me. Thomas, you're joining me at a, a bit of an early morning meetup here over Zoom for us. Uh, and where you're at now is uh, you're kind of just at the tail end of your first semester, your first uh, exam season in university. Can you talk a bit about what that transition is like, you know, going from high school, both as a student and as a athlete going to this level? Well, because it is my first semester of university, I did take a light course load of only the minimum three courses to be able to, you know, be a student athlete and also qualify the student, whatever. And um, it hasn't been too difficult so far. You know, I'm getting used to things like like having to communicate with teachers and whatnot. You know, it's not as easy as high school. In terms of like getting used to things, I feel like I'm doing just fine. You know, like I already got most of my finals over with for this first semester. Next semester, I'm going to move up to four courses. And so it might be a bit more challenging. But now that I think I'm prepared, I think I can uh, do this. Well, thanks for that. So as uh, people here in your interview coming up here, you talk to a teammate, a friend uh, about NAG, North American Indigenous Games. So we're about six months out or so from that. Is there anything that you can reflect upon or remember that maybe you didn't get to touch upon in that interview or just some of those things that come up only that much amount of time after? Well, I'm pretty sure we did actually touch a bit on this in the interview, but um, it was the team building aspect because now that I've actually been on a university team for a little while now, it's like comparing that to NAG, NAG was just like a, almost an introduction. Like it it made me feel more confident, like made more friends. Like my club team wasn't as close, but just, you know, living with the guys in Barhead for a bit for Nag, like it really was a nice team building experience. Get to know people who like play the same sport as you. It was honestly really fun. And yeah, it did prepare me for university in a way. So, so this is kind of a, a tough question, but we talked a, a bit about this. So, uh, you know, your team there at McEwen, a bit of a rough start to the season, I believe, 0-12. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. We won a couple sets, but no no actual wins. Yeah, so that's that's a tough place to be, but uh, obviously there's some stuff to learn from that. So you, uh, in particular, as a rookie, yeah, what do, you, what do you get from seasons like this? What can you learn from uh, this sort of thing? Well, what I can learn is that, you know, I have to try my best to make my teammates better by like attending workouts and doing the extra things, the little things that um really to make myself better, even prepare myself for the future. You know, like lots of my teammates, you know, you'd probably do like three to four workouts, but it might be expected of me to do um seven workouts a week almost like Holy. just something so that like, you know. I can be better for next year, but also just like improve myself, be a good practice player. You know, I think that's what I can do as a rookie. So this summer, you and some of our other interns had to uh, step into a bit of a different role by joining us on the podcast, which we were all very happy to have some uh, some new voices on here. What do you learn from that? I know you didn't get to spend a, a ton of time on it, but here we are. We're back on it. What do you uh, was that something that? interested you is that something you want to do again or is that one of those lessons that you where you learn something you really aren't that interested in 
Well, yeah, at first, you know, when I did take the internship role, you know, I went to RLI, it was, uh, it was kind of scary, you know, learning that I was going to be on the podcast, I'd have to do my own research and then get my own friend to come on, ask him questions. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm as interested in that, you know, like, I wouldn't say I'm as good of a podcaster, maybe as I could be. You know, it was like a different environment for me, for sure. I've never been placed into something like this. I mean, up until, you know, university, which this was before then, where I have to actually do my own research, go online, see what's happening. But it was different. Not easy for anybody to do step in and do something like that, especially, yeah, I think we forget you're, you're 17 years old coming into Rupert's Land in your first kind of, I don't know, summer, big summer job. So, no, I think you did a lot with it. And, uh, no, I think we're really happy to share this episode. So I guess just kind of to wrap things up here, um, again, this interview is about six or so months ago uh, and with a, a good friend on your team here. Is there anything you want to, uh, I guess, just kind of highlight or talk about from that interview to give a bit of an introduction to uh, your guest here? Well, yeah, me and Jackson, you know, even six months later, we uh, still do talk. I even... Um, just actually like a couple days ago, I saw one of our other teammates. And so, you know, I told Jackson about that and it was a nice moment, you know, looking back on Neg as an experience, it was really fun. But uh, yeah, he's a very nice guy, you know, it was uh, not much more to say about that. My guest today is a member of the Métis sports community, as well as a good friend of mine. We were both honored to represent Team Alberta in volleyball at the North American Indigenous Games this summer. Here to talk about some of his experiences as a young athlete playing at NAG, please welcome Jackson McGilvray. Tell us the story of your journey in volleyball up to this point. What made you want to play in the North American Indigenous Games in 2023? Yeah, so I've been playing volleyball for the last seven years now. I really loved the sport, thought it was awesome, played four years of club during my six years of school volleyball as well. It was in my U16 year when I was playing in Red Deer against Rod Keller's team, which also had Gavin Mose and Dylan McIntyre on that team as well. After we played them, Rod had talked to my dad and me about playing Nate that year, but then that was the COVID year, so... Unfortunately, we didn't get to make it that year, but this coming year around, Rod had contacted us again. Going into the tryouts, I was a little bit nervous, knowing that there was a couple kids that were already on the team through Rod because he had coached as well. Knowing them, knowing their style, he was all right with what they had. So definitely was a little bit of a thing to think about, but being able to make it, having Rod as our coach, was definitely an awesome experience to take. Yes, and uh, Gavin Mose and Dylan ended up being our teammates for the North American Indigenous Games in Halifax, which was really cool that you got to see them way before, you know? Yeah, right? That's what I think about, too. Talk about some memories you have of your time at the Games. Describe how it felt to be a part of the opening ceremony parade, as well as your experience living in Halifax during the tournament. Yeah, so I have some two good memories from... Halifax that I'll keep with me forever one being able to go see the ocean and jump in it with my teammates was awesome I've never done that before or seen the ocean so that's just one thing to check off my bucket list and the second thing was winning the gold medal with 
everybody there because we had a lot of support on our side, but it took a lot of drive for us to get where we got. And the opening ceremonies was very interesting. It was definitely a bit longer than what we expected, but it was also cool to see all the culture and community come to one, join as one, and see what we're going to be able to do and get to know what we're going to see during the week of being in Halifax was awesome. Living in Halifax was definitely not my favorite thing for sure. The humidity Mm -hmm. was pretty tough. Uh, The first night was probably one of the toughest because I, that was the hottest night I think I've ever slept. I could not sleep at all, but being there in a different atmosphere than what we see here was really good because that's not an everyday thing we get to do. Right. And just having that, knowing how they live like that, being normal with it was crazy because we all thought that was very uncomfortable. Right. So I think it was definitely cool to be able to go to something like that and be able to just do it. Yeah. And even though the uh, parade was definitely dragged on a little bit, we got to have an in-person speech from uh, Justin Trudeau, which was pretty cool at the time. It was actually, it was for sure. What are some things you've taken away from your NAIG 2023 experience, getting to represent the Métis Nation in such an important event? Um, Honestly, just being able to see the other teams and communicating with them, knowing where they came from, seeing how it, they got there was pretty hard because not everybody got the chance to just get up and go and have that support to go. They had to fight for it. So knowing that not everybody gets the chance just as easy as all of us do is awesome to see that they still get that chance to go. What advice do you have for other striving Métis athletes? Honestly, for any other athlete out there looking to go, and if they ever have a chance to go anywhere to pursue what they want, if you love what you do, go and do it. There's no reason to sit down and neglect and feel bad that you aren't doing it and you should have because in life there's going to be a lot of regret, but there's one thing you shouldn't regret is something you love. So any chance you get to go and participate in something like that, do it. Do whatever it takes to go because the experience was awesome. Yeah, so at the Cultural Village, was that was honestly the first time I've seen something like that. There was kind of a little bit of a thing at Arctics, but it was definitely not in as depth as what they did. And all the pin trading. That, the pin trading was probably one of the best parts as well, being able to see the things that they other teams and other places have brought down to trade was awesome. There was a lot of games and just like extra things to do at the cultural village it helped us out a lot because some days we didn't really have a lot to do so when we would kind of figure out we would just start there walk around a little bit figure something out and then go on our merry way with something else but that was just a good place to be because that's where everyone else wanted to be right that's where we really got to communicate with the other people and see what sports they're in see where they came from how they got there. And it was just a good experience to see a lot of the dancing too. They had some jigging there one day and a little bit of a competition that we got to watch as well. Yeah. A lot of the experience is being able to share it with others, include like the pin trading. I want to emphasize that, 
you know, being able to take something that like someone else gives you and uh, give something that you have to them sharing. It's a lot of the Métis culture that really brought this thing together. So absolutely. And knowing that you're coming home with that, right? That's just something you'll remember. You'll look at that pin, think of Nag and think of where it came from. For sure. Yeah. Cherishing those memories of Nag is really amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's all it's about. It's a one-time thing. And for sure, kids can keep going back into it. But for me, definitely was a one-time thing. And I'll never look back on not going because if I wouldn't have went, that's where the regret will come from. The house in Barhead? Oh, yes. Yes. That was actually a great experience. So leading up to Neg, we had a training camp. And in that training camp, there was an Airbnb. We got to stay at where majority of the teammates were there and the others that had places in Barhead or Edmonton area just stayed there but majority of them were with us and I think that was a great start and something that definitely needed to happen before going to Nag meeting the teammates getting to know the coaches getting to know everyone's play style and just honestly feeling comfortable with each other before going because Going to Halifax or anywhere with a team for a week, not knowing each other could definitely be a lot different and difficult for sure because it sometimes might be awkward or you just don't know how, I guess, to play because maybe they're playing different than what you think. But it was definitely a good thing to start there because Rod coached us very well and taught us as much as he could within that week. And I think within that week to go to Nag gave us just what we needed to push us to win. Yeah, for sure. That week in Barhead, it was uh, jam-packed with a lot of volleyball for sure. We had about two, three-hour sessions a day, I'd say, right? Yeah. Yeah, we would have that and then a game after. Yeah, and so being able to do all of that and uh, get, like, bond with your teammates because like you said without the bonding it's just really awkward and you couldn't do succeed as a team without truly knowing each other and becoming friends do you have any future plans to continue playing volleyball if so what are they unfortunately i don't as of today i've decided that i'm going to step down from volleyball and pursue just working just living a little bit of my life going to get ready into my next step of being an adult and kind of just preparing to live and get ready to settle down a little bit. I wouldn't mind getting into coaching. I went to AIG this year and there was a lot of young kids there that I really seen had the drive. They wanted to play, but I just keep thinking to myself how many of those kids get the chance and the opportunities that we do. And Probably a lot of them don't. So I think in my years coming up, I really want to look into that and start pursuing a little bit of like a camp or a club or something for kids like that and start getting them into the sport and start seeing what they want to do with it because there's a lot of young talent, but we just aren't embracing enough. Today's Machif word of the day comes from a northern Machif word for victory. Now, sports are about so much more than just winning, but let's face it, this is the ultimate goal across 
most of the sports world. We share this word today to celebrate Team Alberta's win this past summer at the North American Indigenous Games, as discussed by Thomas and Jackson. Now, let's hope Thomas's team at McEwen can get itself on better footing to be a victorious team next season. The word is Sago Twawin. You may say, our team claimed Sago Twawin at today's match. Try using it yourself. A big thank you goes out to both Thomas and Jackson for joining us on today's show. And thank you for listening to and for supporting Shakamoda. Marcy, thank you. Until next time.